in a world where literature is dominated by dusty leather-bound books with no pictures. Three men dare to venture to their local comic shop to approach the counter and utter those three magic words. Make mine paperback. Welcome in. And welcome back to Make Mine Paperback. It's a, it's a podcast about comic books. I don't know, guys. I just... I'm trying my best here, and I, I hope that you're trying your best, too. Of course, we've got our Make talking. Mine Paperback. I can't hear him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the podcast, Deaf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, of course, we welcome Def back to the podcast. It's Make My Paperback. It's a podcast about comic books. I'm Graham. Just deafened you, Giles. Um, it, contact my lawyer. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I don't know why you're listening anymore if you're deaf. Come on. Go seek medical attention. <laughs> told you we should have filed that LLC. Then we then our assets were fine. Just told you guys. That's right. After us personally. Darn it. Yeah. Way to go, Steven. <laughs> I don't know. I like the personal attention of a personal lawsuit. Speaking of uh, personal <laughs> attention, joining me as always, our monarch of Marvel, first of his name, King, Alex Shear. Alex, I don't know. Wave to the people. It's a visual medium, comic books. That is, of course. The, we're on the podcast, which is an audio medium. And speaking of audio mediums, if you'd like somebody who can contact your spirits, your sexual spirit the object of your deepest darkest desires our dc daddy steven sheer say something sexy steven <laughs> something sexy beautiful yep. today we're going to continue our <laughs> today we're going to continue our theme. more sexy talk <laughs> i was just i was just making gonna a continue our theme joke. for the month of february despite <clears throat> despite our, uh, our best attempts to talk about sexy stuff. Instead, we're going to talk about a comic book adaptations this week. My choice for the theme, weird not to say book because we're not talking about books. Uh, we're talking about adaptations and my pick, songs of the superhero. I picked out four that I, uh, some of them my favorites, some of them I, that I, I, I just like. Um, but I tried to do a kind of a cool mix here. So I picked out Magneto and Titanium Man by Paul McCartney and Wings, uh, Superman, or It's Not Easy, by Five for Fighting, Batman and Robin, by Snoop Doggy Dog, and Ode to a Superhero, by Weird Al Yankovic, uh, of course, of, um, of of Al Yankovic, uh, accordion fame, uh, champion accordionist, Weird Al uh, wrote that song, and it's, uh, it's one that he plays often uh, when he's accompanied by the uh, local Philharmonic. And so, of course, we uh, we are going to enjoy that song. We're going to talk about the songs. But before we talk about the songs... Read. Alex, what'd you read this week? To be honest with you guys, I didn't do too much reading. Uh, I'd rather you Other lie. than the back of the, back of the uh, cereal box. Um, but no, I, I didn't do too much reading. I just more just kind of thumbed through some old Captain America stuff. Just kind of revisited some stuff. Didn't really... I don't know, it was just kind of one of those weeks where just a lot of things just happened, so I just didn't have time or really the energy to do a lot of extra reading. So I didn't, and uh, put myself first for once. So that's, <laughs> Gotta love uh, back of the cereal box reading. Did you finally figure out what riboflavin is? Dude, I didn't even know that's how that was pronounced, so you're way ahead of me. 
<laughs> Rival flavor. That's a fun word, though. I, I'm just trying to understand where the blue dye comes in on, like, corn pops. Your guess is as good as mine. <laughs> what about you, I guess Steven? I'll find out on the, next, on the next box. <clears throat> so uh, I read some more Watchmen in this issue. Uh, they talked about Rolex, of course. <clears throat> um, no, but for real. I get it, because that's a watch. Oh, yeah. that makes so much sense. Okay, so lame jokes aside, um, I did read some more Watchmen. <laughs> I actually got a few chapters down here, so I'm down to the last two um, chapters. And what's the what I really like about rereading it for a second time, too, is... Uh, I, well, actually, I don't think it's fun, necessarily, but it's uh, crazy how <laughs> eerily similar it is to the current situation 1985 was to 2023. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's just kind of eerie to see the similarities between... Uh, <laughs> Why'd you do that? Why? Why'd you say that? Now, no, you're cut off. No more. Am I spoiling a like forty year old book, Alex? <laughs> yep, it's like spoiling Star Wars from the seventies <laughs> and eighties. You're just it's, you're spoiling everything. It's ruined. It's, yeah, it's totally. To our listeners at home, I'm sorry. Stephen just ruined everything. Was there was there Star Wars in the in the seventies and eighties? I I I generally think of the the movie from 1999 as is my only Star Wars reference. Oh, is that is that is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, it was Star Wars Episode One, so it's true. So, uh, yeah, I did read some Watchmen. Oh, were there more episodes? <laughs> I just assumed it was one of those things. No, you that, saw like, the just best one, one movie. No, you saw the best one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> now. <laughs> totally kidding. I can't even say with the straight face. Um, I really liked the horny guy. <laughs> oh, didn't we all? <laughs> Would you read, Graham? <laughs> this week I read uh, Amazing Spider-Man uh, coming out of the the Dark Web event. This is the I think the first issue um, outside of that event. Um, with uh, we have Peter Parker trying to get out of the city and uh, go on a, uh, a, a a romantic escape with uh, Felicia Hardy, and uh, of course they end up at their uh, beautiful mountain upstate New York retreat only to see Mary Jane Watson is there with her current uh, boyfriend and um, things get awkward. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that was pretty good. Uh, And then uh, the war between, uh, between the hand and um, the other group. And I can't think, I can't think, maybe it's the hand and the fist, something like that um, in daredevil uh, is starting up. And so we get to see uh, Matt Murdock go head to head against Frank Castle in uh in this war of of ancient ninja groups and um that's uh the daredevil run it's kind of gotten away from me a little bit where i i really liked it when uh, zdarsky first started writing daredevil and then this uh kind of kind of reboot where they where they redid the numbers um it's it's a continuation of the story but it starts it starts over again at number one uh since then i haven't been super into it it's a little more like uh Kind of reminds me of, of the like Rachel Ghoul stuff from DC, but um, yeah, it's been all right. Yeah, it's been all right. Is Chip Zdarsky <laughs> still writing it? Yeah, 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 and 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 like his writing is still good. I just don't like Sorry. so. You know, you, sometimes you read something, and you're like, the writing is good, but the story itself is not a story that I'm into, and that's kind of where I'm at here. Yep. Gotcha. Happens a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that being said. We, uh, we talk about great writing and the way it can sometimes let you down. Well, sometimes we just need to sing a song. 
to uh, to brighten our spirits. And of course, today we're going to be talking about songs of the superhero. Guys, I, I picked out four songs. I know you guys uh, maybe brought a couple of superhero songs of your own. Let's just start just very general. What do you think about superhero songs in general? Are they good songs? Are they bad songs? Should superheroes be in songs at all? I mean, I, so, go ahead, Stephen. Oh, I, I think uh, I think superheroes are a fair game, fair subject for uh, for songs. And I, I mean, I don't know of a ton of superhero theme songs. I mean, besides the Weird Al Yankovic Ode to a Superhero was was my personal favorite. Um, but mm-hmm. that was a good yeah, that's a good. One. I love Weird Al. He's a one of my heroes. But also, the Flaming Lips did a song. I really like them. They did "Waiting for Superman." That's a good song. That's that's my personal selection. Um, but yeah, no, I I like them. I mean, I think they can be just as good as any other song. Well, and I think to kind of piggyback off that, I think that Stephen's one hundred percent right. You you write a song, anything is is game or it's fair game, right? I mean, you look at music over just like the evolution of like its timeline. You know, music was there to do what? To tell a story, to to kind of enhance the imagination, right? You know, written written word stories that were, you know, poetry. It was, again, just, you know, storytelling back in the early days. And then you started adding instruments. You started adding things and started creating music to tell a story. And and really, what do comics do? They tell a story. So to to use music as a different medium to tell a a story about a character or about about how much you love somebody or how much you you know you want to fight the system or you know whatever it is like you're telling this story and so I, I really think that it's almost a, a very appropriate medium um, in terms of in terms of telling a or in terms of writing music and songs about superheroes and and comic book heroes Graham I know that you and I mentioned the other day we were talking about the song Kryptonite um by three doors down that was that was that's my pick you know that i'm that i'm kind of bringing to the table um but but i think you know i i really liked your your snoop dog one the yeah, superman one it's fun, not easy yeah. <laughs> or not not um not that one uh batman and robin that I, no, i've yeah, got batman all the lyrics put up here snoop dog one was, yeah the no, batman and that robin. Was fun. that was great well yeah that yeah. was my that, so i i really enjoyed yeah. that one in one point that uh, I want to bring up before I forget is uh, I just think it's funny that um, I don't know it's just like comics were always associated with like nerd culture and all that and but it's like Snoop Dogg is rapping about superheroes and he I mean in his song which we'll get to I mean he know he lists a lot of superheroes so it's like he clearly knows the stuff well I guess his writer does but either way I think the uh, I just think it's interesting that like you know Snoop Dogg thinks superheroes are cool so I just want to throw that out yeah, a hundred percent. That's the, I mean, we we talk about this, and he like he starts out with the kind of the old Batman TV show. He's got a lot of um, sound clips that he sampled in there, but um, but going through, he makes a lot of references. Like we, and this is, um, gosh, I, I should have this pulled up. But do you guys have the year that that song came out in front of you? Two thousand two, Batman and Robin. Yes, two thousand two. So that's yeah. like, you know. The uh, he makes these references in there where he's like talking about the uh, you know Harvey Dent as Two Face. He talks about Clayface in there, and like some of that stuff is stuff that 
you wouldn't know it unless you're a Batman fan. Yeah. And so I think it's pretty clear that he's a Batman fan. Yeah, no, fan. I love that. I'm assuming he writes most of his own music, so I'm assuming he knew all that. He didn't have someone helping him with that, but that's at least I like to think. I like to think he's a big Batman fan. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, if, yeah, your point is, you know, obviously, well, really, this is one of his cleaner songs. Um, just like <laughs> lyrically, so it, it was kind of it was kind of cool to like th- that he also has that range like of what what he can talk about and and make it make sense in in his songs. And I think that's actually kind of cool because he can talk about anything. And I, I so for me, I thought it was really cool that he was willing to kind of show a little bit of his nerd side to the world. Like, hey, I may be you know Snoop Dogg, but like Batman's my dude. And he like he well, he clearly yeah. likes Batman. Yeah, he he drops a uh, he drops a Mad Hatter reference, yeah. <laughs> which like come on, yeah. like like who knows about the Mad Hatter other than other than Batman fans? He has a, a Detective Van Adder, who I don't even know who that is. Detective Van Adder, um, so he might be more of a Batman nerd than I. Am. I know. If I was thinking, <laughs> I was like, he's either like because a lot of the references are obviously real, and I couldn't tell some of the other ones were just him. Uh, rhyming or if they were other people i haven't heard about but yeah that'd be crazy if like there was a um hat or, or van whatever the person's name was that was like working with uh with J- jim gordon or something he's probably <laughs> yeah then he's a bigger nerd than i yeah. am i will and i think i think you overall you look at well not just this song but right you look at you look at these other songs that graham kind of had up the other one that I did like, and this is the one I initially mentioned, was Superman. It's not easy. The five for fighting. I right. really, really liked that. Oh, one. that one was super popular it, oh, that, back in. Yeah, that, that song's my jam, and it. I know that song had something to do with uh, with the um, Smallville TV show, and mm-hmm. so I, I don't know if it was directly, um, like if it was written for the show. I mean, it does make an appearance in the show. There's there's a point at which uh, the song is is in the show. So I don't know if it was written for the show or if it was just written you, and the show liked it. Do you want it, but, me to uh, tell you what it's about? Can't. I mean, it's, it's kind of a downer, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, because I did look that one up. Now he wrote it after September 11th. So it was like, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so, That's intense. Yeah. So they just must have liked it. Oh, I looked it up, guys. Uh, detective Van Adder is is a real person. He's not a Batman person. He's the he's the detective, uh, like the main detective on the the OJ case. Oh, all right. So well, he's just a smart guy, though. <laughs> I was gonna say, wait a minute. Yeah, like that makes that makes a little bit more sense. I mean, does it? This is not a song it about does. OJ well, Simpson. <laughs> well, I, I mean, the, the, like it, it makes sense that. You're talking. You're the song's about the world's greatest detective, and then you reference another good detective. Like, so I mean, it's just you know, you're you're gonna draw real world compare, real world comparisons, and references into it on top of, you know, I don't know. Actually, also, I was wrong earlier. What were you wrong about? He didn't write it uh, for September 11th. He just like redid it for the victims. So he like did a benefit for him so I wanted to okay. issue a correction on that one <laughs> yeah I, I really like the the five for fighting song that's that's a song that was my jam back in the day and um and one that I that I really like um just in general so um 
Yeah, I mean, really, the the four I picked, the four songs that I all like, um, Magneto and Titanium Man by Paul McCartney and Wings. Uh, this I that's one that I found as I was starting to pull up the uh, like superhero songs, and um, it's just like I'd never heard of it before. <laughs> but you know, I I like Paul McCartney. I like Wings, um, and uh, I don't know if you guys did. You guys listen to that track? I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was so, like spoken what's word. Your, yeah, yeah so was, what's your, what's your thought there? I I greatly appreciated the Crimson Dynamo reference. I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> yeah, with you. that one was um, a, that was a deep I, cut. I greatly appreciated that. <laughs> um, because like I mean, it it was clear, you know, Paul McCartney was sticking with like the Marvel characters, like because sometimes I feel like you'll you'll see people like on the news or whatever, and we see it all the time. They'll make a reference to like a superhero, and they'll be like, you know, like Batman said. You know, with great power comes great response. No, no, that's not who said that. That's not even the same universe. So, like, well, I, I really appreciate when songwriters do their homework. Well, I think I think that's what you'll see. Like, all four of these songs are songs that, like, you can tell the person who wrote them is is nerding out a little bit. Like yeah. the like yeah. e- even the magnet the Magneto and yeah, Titanium Man one the... is 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 less so. I mean, it's 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 just it's really just name dropping yeah. those three guys. But still, like. Some of those guys are deep cut kind of guys. Yeah, the Crimson and, uh, Dynamo was like I was like because like you said it was. I mean the lyrics are pretty basic and they don't really, you know, get into detail about those characters. But um, yeah, to know who Crimson Dynamo was was in because then that song came out in 1975. I mean that's, you know, <laughs> that means he like at least probably read comics. So, but yeah, yeah, like, like actively reading yeah. comics, um, which I think is pretty cool. And then the. But, uh, so like the story just, of that song. I was just gonna say like with in you know with that song like I just to me it was just this whole like this whole thing that I don't know it just it, you you feel like it was very parallel to talking about the characters like what you thought the characters were versus what they're showing they are that's kind of how I understood that song it was like hey wait a minute. Like, you guys aren't actually like what I thought you were. That's just that's how I interpret it, and you know. And I, so I just thought that was really interesting because, like, I feel like, well, and again, this is them showing that they know what they're talking about. Because Magneto is like, he's not like a hero. He's not like a villain. He's just kind of that like anti-hero slash you know partial hero. Like he does the good thing, or he does good things, not because he's like trying to do good good things but it's just he's trying to like save mutant kind so like he does bad things in order to like help mutants you know so i just i you know some seeing those things and just kind of reading those lyrics and listening it's like yeah like you actually understand the character of magneto a little bit so i just i thought that was really cool well yeah and the song is basically the story is is this this woman who he this guy is hanging out with magneto and titanium man for whatever reason, he just is, yeah. and he's hanging out with like them. They're and, yeah, they're like, <laughs> and, and and they're like, hey, you know that girl that you're into? She's gonna be meeting us at this job we're pulling later, and like, and he's like, no way, she's a good girl, and he's like, and they're like, oh, well, no, no, trust us, she's gonna be there, and then like the Crimson Dynamo hops in, and he's like, oh yeah, she's definitely gonna be there, <laughs> and and then the whole song goes, and he's and he's like the whole time he's like, oh, they're pulling my leg, like these guys are bad guys, like they're they're pulling my leg, but. For whatever reason, they allow him to, to bum along on the on the job because he's just like with them. 
and they show up to the place and he's like oh my gosh she's there and then he's like i can't believe they were right and then a, yeah. a lyric later he goes oh wait no she's the law yeah and like like that's the end of the song and like i think like that's the twi- like that's the twist ending is that like of course she's there cuz she's there to thwart them but yeah. like it's not it's not built up too very well it's just no, like the no, last line of the song you, you go she's the law oh she's the law okay <laughs> yeah i'm going <laughs> to yeah they could have done more build up but i mean it works you know yeah i didn't really interpret that one too much i i'm like cuz i just kind of like looked at the lyrics and i just i don't know to me, I didn't really get much from it. It was just kind of like made it seem like they were chums kind of hanging out. Yeah, I think it's kind of a I think it's a kind of a fun story that way that it it feels a little bit like a, like a miniature comic book, right? Like a miniature comic book that we're going to go through really fast. It's just a short little yeah. goofy story yeah. about it, about about a guy hanging out with some world class supervillains. <laughs> and uh, and you know, we, we read some of those books from. You know, like that song came out in 75. We've read some of those books from that era. And like you can see that's a story that might make its way into the pages of, of a comic book around that yeah. time. Uh, just a silly little, you know, this guy ends up bumming around with Magneto and Titanium Man. <laughs> and I like that one because it, it tells a story. Right? So I, I think that one and the Weird Al one actually tell a story. Whereas the... Uh, <coughs> The Batman and Robin one, and um, and in the Five for Fighting, the the It's Not Easy one, um, those two are songs, and, and they they certainly have a message, but they're they're not as it's not as much of a narrative. Well, I think in terms of the the Batman and Robin one, I think he's just more telling like the the, the way it kind of reads and the way it kind of plays. It, it almost feels like he's not telling a story; he's just more saying like, "Hey, bad guys, this is what's gonna happen. Like, just be ready." Like, this is, you know, you know, because he's talking about the, you know, I'm going to, you know, drop my bat bombs and, you know, you know, lizard, you know, leaping lizard. Like he's just talking about all these different things. And I feel like it's more of a, hey, watch out. Batman's going to come kick your ass. That That's well, it, how it, I kind of interpret that. It feels like a theme song. Like, it yeah. feels like, like this, this yeah. is the song that would open a TV show. Yeah. So. So yeah, w- with that, I I think there's like it's definitely descriptive, and th- and there there are like little pieces of narrative in there, but it's it's mixed up. It's talking about like this is what Batman is going to do, this is what Batman can do, um, mm-hmm. rather than this is a story of one thing that happened to Batman and the Boy Wonder. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's not and, telling that story. It's just saying, and then hey, I, I, here we are. I think the same. I think the same thing is true of that uh, that it's not easy song. Like that song is is kind of describing the feelings of Superman without actually telling a story about what's happening. It's just him describing his feelings. Um, yeah. Which, which also cool to tell to tell a story about, and because re- really that's 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 why I love Superman so much. I, I know a lot of people talk about Superman as as boring and overpowered, but what's so great about him is that he has this, you know, overpowered, you know whatever you want to talk about he he is he is a great superhero mm-hmm. but at the same time he still has the problems of, of you and me and he it's just his problems are magnified um and so even though he's he's almost all powerful he's also a great everyman and uh and i, and I love man. that yeah and i love that about him where he uh where we can see in this song um this is superman talking about like I have to be Superman. I have to do my yeah. Superman thing, um, even though I hate to fly. 
even though sure. like I, I don't want to be up here like like I, sometimes it feels like I'm just a man in a silly red sheet flying around <laughs> um, but sure. uh, but I do it anyway I do it anyway because it's 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 who I have to be it's it's what I have to be um, and so I kind of love that exploration of the of the feelings of the superhero which is kind of cool well and I think it's important that like you know when so we look at these songs and we recognize like what the what the artist is trying to do again you know it goes back to my point about telling a story but the story doesn't have to be you know one direction it could just be a general story similar to what snoop dogg did right it's just kind of a hey you know this is this is what's up this is kind of uh really the way his is you know you mentioned it's not like this is what happened to them this is you know kind of a general thing that's that that's still telling a story like because now you know, oh, Batman is capable of A, B, and C. You know, he's capable of doing these things. Whereas with these other ones, it's like, hey, this is the direction this goes. You know, you mentioned Superman dealing with the struggles. You you know, the the um, the Paul McCartney one. It's you know, you're you're just looking at all these things, and it's like, okay, there's stories here, but also you're like getting to know the characters, and I think that that's just as important, right? You know. I would say though that the like the Batman and Robin one it gives us a lot about ba- Batman and Robin right like the 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 refrain is no one can save the day like Batman um yeah. and we uh, we hear that over and over throughout the song and like we that's what the song that's the point the song is getting getting across right if there was a thesis a thesis statement for the song it would be no one can save the day like Batman um, right. and and the rest of it is evidence to support that thesis statement um the uh the Superman one, we, we get to we get to know like Superman's inner feelings. That's the idea behind that song. The um and and I do want to talk about the Weird Al one, but j- just before we we get to that, that's the um the what God what why can't I remember the name the Magneto and I and Titanium Man one. Um, that one, I don't know that we get to know those characters at all. Like mm-hmm. like it's 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 a narrative and it tells a story, but like I I don't. If I didn't know who Magneto was prior to the song, I certainly don't know now. Like they don't even they don't say anything about him in there. They mention That's Titanium fair. Man, they mention the Crimson Dynamo, but they don't really mention anything that those guys do. I don't know what their powers are. The only thing I know about them is that they're criminals. Yeah. That's So, I I just I just think it's interesting that like the reason I picked these songs is because I think they're all fairly different and the uh Magneto and Titanium Man, like it's, <coughs> it's clearly, it's clearly Paul McCartney taking something that he loves and putting it into a song, but that song is more about the music than it is about the lyrics because the lyrics don't really make that much sense. Like there's not mu- that much going on. It's a brief story to highlight the uh, the music of the song, uh, and so I think it's kind of interesting the way that we can see these songs use superheroes differently. Like one of them can use superheroes just as fun names to say to tell a little story to really highlight the music and we can see the one that uses a superhero to illustrate a point about feelings and we can see the one like like Snoop Dogg is is using Batman as a way to like really hype up you know it's a uh, it's a hype song is is what it what it is at at the it's a fun like let's roll the windows down and no one can save the day like batman right and just like you know have fun with that song um 
So I, I think it's it's cool the way we can use superheroes in songs in a, in a bunch of different ways, um, and really still come out with uh, a bunch of solid songs. Mm-hmm. All that to say, what about the the Ode to a Superhero? So this is Weird Al, which we know parody songs mostly, not Weird. all parody, but but most of them are are parody songs of uh, of other famous songs, and then we take a a song, um, Piano Man is the is what this is based off so we, we take we take piano man uh we take that song and we give it the story of peter parker and uh and take it from there what's the uh how does this song compare to the other songs and and what do you think about it this this one's my personal favorite um i just think that yeah weird l's i mean he's a lyrical genius the way he can like make a song mm-hmm. sound like the original like i mean if you were just not paying attention to the lyrics, this would sound exactly like Piano Man. So you take a, a good track to begin with, and he just makes them. He, the lyrics just are so creative and artistic and also really good and funny at the same time. And, I mean, this one tells the complete story of Peter Parker, I mean, pretty well. I mean, this is this is actually, because this song came out, I mean, this song came out a long time ago. Because I remember hearing this one when I was little, and <laughs> how I learned a lot about yeah. Spider-Man and, you know, the Green Goblin and, and all that, so... You know, Weird Al, I mean, it's no surprise he's big in the nerd culture. So of all the songs about superheroes, like, his, he makes the most sense, I think. Which, you know, I think it then shows that he also has, uh, like, in my opinion, the most, like, well thought, of, thought out of the four songs. But I think he, I think of all of them, he's probably the biggest nerd. Although Snoop Dogg did surprise me with his knowledge. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, <laughs> Snoop Dogg's a surprising one. His knowledge. Yeah. I think Snoop Dogg so, puts his puts his all into everything he does. So I think he said, "I really dig Batman, and like I want to write a song about it." And then I think he he said, "I'm going to do the best I can to write this song," uh, and I think he did it. I think he did a good job. No, I think so too. And you know, talking about the the Ode to a Superhero, the the Spider Man, I just you know, Stephen already mentioned it. He's such a lyrical genius. He's so good at just figuring out what to say and what to like i don't know get the audience excited about and really how to convey a message and and weird al has done this so well for decades he has been excellent at this um because this isn't the i mean i think this is his like primary superhero song but he did uh the song yoda um y-o-d-a yoda like again excellent because you're like, oh yeah, I'm familiar with the original. Um, or he did the um, the my my this here Anakin yeah, guy. The, like the saga begins another, is the name of that song, but it's yeah, yeah it's American Pie another that, about Star Wars. Excellent one that that he just he puts together, and he's so good at capturing really the essence of who he's talking about or the subject he's talking about. Putting it into lyrics that's cons- or into lyrics that fit songs that are already incredibly highly consumable. Well, yeah, I, I think you're right. The the like the song itself is already a great song, and then Weird Al comes in with these lyrics that fit. Right? There's it doesn't feel nothing feels forced. It doesn't feel like he's trying to slam some words together so that he can get a Spider-Man reference, or that he's trying to slam words together to get a rhyme. Right. It it feels natural. It feels like the song was was originally written this way and yep. um but, I, but what i also like is is that this pretty accurately tells the story 
of that uh, that first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie um, without being too overly serious, right? Like, there's a lot yeah. of like, you know, like Harry the rich kid hones in on Mary Jane, um, and the uh, uh, the part about the uh, you know, <laughs> with great power comes great res- responsibility is the uh, refrain of old uncle ben if you missed it don't worry they'll say the line again and again and again (laughs) Uh, which is like there are funny lines in this song um so i think it it does a great job of telling the story all while staying true to to being a weird al funny song yep well and you know i love how he continues to uh to like reference yeah i mean you're talking that first sam raimi spider-man movie but he just the the references he makes are just so on point just just unbelievable what he's able to do just yeah it's i i don't want to keep droning on and on and on about how great weird al is because we could do a whole month of how great weird al is um i don't know that we could on our comic book that would podcast, be really we, we, we we'd really like this song though <laughs> hey i'm just saying star wars comics exist and the the Star Wars comics do and exist. You gotta appreciate. I'm sure this will be a, a something that Graham's probably gonna bring up. I think I saw it in the notes, but you know, it's it's just so interesting to see how Weird Al can tell a story in song format because he's got to keep coming back to the course, and he he still manages to tell a really good story just in you know like the few verses he gives. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think that comics work really well as songs too. And in fact, actually after. Uh, after thinking about it further on this podcast, I think songs are a really good place that they're underutilized for superheroes. Yeah, and and, and so let's let's jump into that question. We we talk about like how do these songs tell superhero stories compared to comics, but also I I, I mean if you Google it, just do a quick Google search of superhero songs you can find a, quite a few lists of the top 25 or the top 40 or the top 50 superhero songs out there um so you, you know there's plenty of superhero songs and and even those ones i went through looking for specific songs and they were they were missing from the list so there's there's plenty of superhero songs out there um what i mean what makes music what makes songs such a uh, a fruitful ground for for superheroes like why i mean talk about a little bit about how songs can tell superhero stories in a different way than comics can uh but also why songwriters latch on to superheroes as as something to bring into their music i think i think i think uh, i like cutting you off every time so i feel bad at this point i know you're a terrible go ahead alex take take the (laughs) take the mic no, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. All right, so I, think, I forgot my point now, so it's all you. I mean, that's interesting. Like, can I, yeah, I think a lot of super, um, the songwriters, I mean, you know, they just kind of take inspiration from, from just things around them. A lot of times they're just, they just notice patterns and other things that other people find interesting and sing about them. And so I think it just makes sense that, you know, superheroes have always been part of culture and they come and go, fall in and out of vogue, but... I think that songwriters, it's just like a, not easy, but it's just a topic that makes sense. And, and I think a lot of them are into the nerd culture. I think, I think it seems like a lot of creative people tend to be nerds too. Um, yeah. So I, I just think that those two kind of go hand in hand. Um, and it just, I think it just works really well. I think, I think, I mean, just like a movie can tell a good superhero story and, 
you know, it's just another way to kind of convey a message because, you know, a lot of times the a comic books will tell a story through its words, sometimes, sometimes it's pictures. So I think songs can do just the same at its core, kind of pass along the emotion that, you know, either the comic or the artist is trying to convey. So I just think, I just think they make sense together. Well, and I was going to say to that point, I, I think, frankly, telling stories or whatever about a comic character in in song form, you get a limited window to get your message across. Comic books, similar thing, but there's things like where where you can really write as much as you want with comic books. You know, you get you can create however many issues you want, and you get the same thing with with music too. I don't want to, but I feel like music. People don't listen to full albums, right? You get like, oh, hey, you know, I really love this song from this artist. So, like, yes, albums exist, things like that. But now it's now it's so much more focused on check out this one song. So you you get one three and a half to five minute moment to two and a half to five minute moment to really get your your message across of what you want to say. And so I think that doing this in song form is excellent because if, if done correctly right because i i think that again we will always see songs that are not done well um for whatever the subject is but i think in order to get it done successfully the way i mean well really the way snoop dogg did the way i mean really the way all these guys did you know i'm, I'm really kind of leaning in on the on the ode to superhero by weird al he told the entire story of the first Sam Raimi Spider-Man movie in four minutes. <laughs> and I, and he didn't miss like a major plot point. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, and really captured the soul of the movie as well. Like didn't, wasn't just spitting the facts about the movie, but really captured like what the movie right. was about. Yeah. Well, and <laughs> so I think that, that I think that that's important. And I think that, that it's a really good medium to be able to do that as long as it's done well. We, we've kind of I can't remember oh we talked about it during the golden age when we said like Will Graham said if you put a bunch of restrictions on artists sometimes you get something really creative and I think this ode to a superhero is a perfect example of that because it's I mean it's like like you said Alex you you do like the thing with music you have a limited time frame and not only that you know about half your song is going to be dedicated to the course so you're only going to get you know so much time to tell a story so you, you've got you know, someone telling Weird Al fit, you know, a two and a half or two hour movie or however long it is, you know, into a four minute song, you know, and you have to do it to the backing or the background music has to sound like, you know, a piano man uh, by Billy Joel. Mm-hmm. So it's just like you put all those restrictions on him and sometimes you get something that's like just perfect like it is. It's just like he, he followed it and it's creative and it's catchy at the same time. So it's just, I think... I think Weird Al is a person you just like tell him you could just give him any restriction in the world musically and he could figure something out. <laughs> but anyway, I, I yeah, keep talking I mean, about how weird, great Weird Al is. But I mean, just just music in general. I think any artist you you kind of put restrictions on them and and give them a topic and you know tell them how it has to sound and they can put something together really cool. Yeah, I think it's kind of kind of a fun challenge. Is is if I was going to think about it. Because sometimes when when you're you're writing songs or you're you're writing whatever, it's hard to come up with that first spark, like that that idea for for a song, 
And I think a ready-made story, like a superhero, is a great starting point. And then, you're right, it gives you that kind of restriction thing where you're going like, okay, so this song is about Batman. So what does it need to be? Um, now, Batman's had a long history. So, like, Snoop clearly mm-hmm. was inspired by the, uh, like, the 60s TV show um, is what you get a lot in that song. But, like, the... Um, like there's so much so much story and so much uh, rich uh detail in in the in the superheroes and in the comics that i think it's it's a great place to start for a song when you don't know like i i need one more song for this album what am i going to write about superhero that's kind of fun um mm-hmm. and, and so i think it i think it works that way too so no, with I that with that, I think we've uh, we beat around the question long enough. Let's go to the uh, the main question. I was going to ask you, what what are your guys' f- favorite superhero songs? I mean, if you couldn't tell after this podcast, you know one of them. But I'll, <laughs> I also like "Waiting for Superman" <laughs> by the Flaming Lips, and uh, that one mm-hmm. is basically about uh, you, people should try to solve their own problems instead of relying on someone else to do it. Like maybe we shouldn't call on Superman to solve all of Earth's problems. Is, is kind of the meaning of that one. So that that's more about, uh, as we said before, some of these stories, or some of these songs tell stories. Some of them, you know, talk about, like, the characters and, like, the emotions that go into the the characters. And this is definitely one of them that, go, like, analyzes Superman and how he feels and kind of Earth's, interact, like, Earthlings' interactions with him. So that's a good one, and I'd, mm-hmm. I guess I'll at least recommend Graham listens to that one. And then... Um, <laughs> He doesn't want me to listen to it, though. Just you, Graham. Yeah, plug your ears. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't even know music, Alex. That's right. You're, you're, you're not wrong. What's music? Um, Nerds. What about you, Alex? So what, what songs you got? <sighs> well, I, I mentioned it earlier in the show, Kryptonite, uh, Three Doors Down. Um, it, it was a song when I was talking to Graham this weekend that this is the one that I like really wanted to kind of highlight I've always loved this song as a kid, um, which, like, and I say as a kid, but this song came out in 2000. So, yeah, I mean, I guess I was 10, 9, 10. So I guess, yeah, as a kid. But, like, I've just always loved this song. Um, But for me, it's, you know, you're talking about telling a story. I I, I think in this one, the, the story is it's not about Superman. It's about, like, I mean, it, it is, right? You know, the song's called Kryptonite. You know, it's talking about, you know, what's going to, what are you going to do if I like, you know, kind of go crazy? If I go, you know, whatever I am, are you always going to be there? Like, how are you going to respond to different things in my life? And so I just, I really, really, really love this song. And I think it, it, it does a nice job of drawing comparisons, you know? Yeah, plus it's easy to play on the guitar, so you got that Well, there you go. But, <laughs> I mean, there's that, right? But I think, I mean, you know, I've got the lyrics pulled up here. And, you know, you get back to the, the chorus. If I go crazy, then will you still call me Superman? If I'm alive and well, will you be there and holding my hand? I'll keep you by my side with my superhuman might, kryptonite. And, and, I, and I think he's... The, the the way this song kind of reads and the way this song kind of plays i i think it's it's really just trying to say hey look i've always been there for you 
I'm just trying to make sure that you're not going to like, well, be my kryptonite and not be there for me when I need you. You know, that's that's kind of really how I interpret this song. And and I could be very wrong that, you know, three doors down if you're listening and I'm wrong, like, you know, let us know. <laughs> but like, you know, that's really how I kind of interpret it. It's like, hey, you know, are, are you going to be there for me? Are you going to continue to, you know, no matter what, be by my side the way I've been there for you? I keep your secrets. I, you know, I've seen the world go go dark. I've seen all of this, you know, and I know that it's that it's you. But I just need to know that you're going to be there for me through everything. That's that's where that line, you know, as long as you'll be with me there in the end or whatever, or be my friend in the end, you know. So I just, I, I don't know. That's that's just really kind of how I, I kind of interpret this song. Yeah, I mean, I think it's clear that whoever he's talking to is his kryptonite. Um, and it's this idea that the, um, I you know, like, will you still call me? Superman, will you still view me as who I am, the, the strong person that I am, even when I make myself weak by being near you, right? You're you're my right. kryptonite. So like like when I put myself near you, I am weakening myself. Are you going to recognize that that act in itself is as strong as my super strength? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's good. And as the song tells us, whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. 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 <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Now we we're just communicating in some sort of primitive babble. Whoa, whoa. That's right, primitive babble. That's the name of my next rock band. <laughs> <laughs> Steven featuring Steven on bass. That's yeah, that's right. my preferred instrument. Steven plays the fish. <laughs> yeah. All about that bass. <laughs> Well, that's it, guys. I, I don't have anything else to talk about. Do you guys want to talk about anything else about these uh, these superhero songs? This was a good. This was no, a good selection. We covered. I'm it. really happy with the yeah. Snoop Dogg. It um, it uh, warms my heart to know that Snoop Dogg and I share uh, just <laughs> share some connections. Share a love of. I Batman. love that Snoop Dogg's yeah. a nerd. Yeah. That's right. I can't think of anything else that you and Snoop Dogg both like other than Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Not it's a single thing Batman. that I can imagine you guys both uh, we, Now we'd have something to talk Batman. about when we meet. That's uh, I think that's really cool. That's right. <laughs> uh, but for real, though. These... It's too bad you guys don't have any activities you could share. I uh, probably disc golf. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's for real. Oh, yeah. Do love, I do love the selection. Of course, Weird Al was great, so. You did good. You did a good job picking some songs. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, no, with that, that'll wrap up our uh, our songs of the superhero. We hope that you enjoyed our songs of the superhero as much as we did, um, or even more. I don't know. I mean, uh, I'm not going to limit your enjoyment by my enjoyment. You enjoy things as much as you want to, and uh, keep on coming back and listening to us. And speaking of coming back and listening to us next week. Steven's going to wrap up our comic book adaptations theme month uh, with his second pick for the month. Uh, Steven, what are we going to be talking about next week? Well, Graham, I'm glad you asked because next week the listeners will be excited to know that we are we talked about movies and we talked about music. So I think the next logical step that uh, into nerdum is video games. 
And so we are going to talk about um, the Arkham Asylum video game series, which there is, uh, of course, Arkham Asylum is the first one, Arkham uh, City, and then uh, Arkham Knight, and then, of course, there's Arkham Origins, so any, we'll talk about all four of those. And, uh, yeah, and it's actually a pretty good timing because the there's supposed to be a Suicide Squad gaming that hopefully does not get delayed like everything post-COVID. Uh, it got delayed a couple times, so it's supposed to come out, uh, I think, in May. So, And that one is going to be a continuation of the Arkham Asylum, which is going to be really interesting because this one, of course, is the Suicide Squad is supposed to stop the Justice League, who is presumably mind-controlled by Brainiac. Um, so I don't really know what the connection of Arkham Asylum is going to be yet. But <laughs> we will talk about Arkham Asylum to get us ready for the new release. And it's made by, very, I mean, very exciting. so the, the whole... I don't. I didn't really pull up a description. It was. It was produced by Rock City and NetherRealm. Uh, a whole bunch of people worked on those projects. So if you are <laughs> interested in getting the credits, then I would go there. But so it was made by those guys, and it's. It's just basically about a uh, Batman kind of goes undercover into Arkham Asylum, so he can learn about the Joker's plan, and then the story just kind of evolves from there, as you can imagine, it, how things happen in Gotham. So things don't go to plan, and then. Batman's mission takes him outside the asylum and then finally wraps up in Gotham City where he is pursued by someone who calls him the Gotham self the Gotham Knight, so we will be talking about that. I like it. That'll be fun. Very nice. Gives Can't wait to dive to into the uh, game this week. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dive into some video games. So with that, uh, talking about some video games and talking about twiddling your thumbs while you're twiddling your thumbs, why don't you go ahead and contact us on uh, Twitter at Make Mine Paperback or on Instagram at Make Mine Paperback. Let us know what you think of the show. Uh, let us know what you think of the host. Just don't be mean to me. You know, like just be nice to me. You can be mean to the other guys. Just be nice to me. Um, and if you are, uh, if you're in to being nice, we welcome you back every week. We, we like to talk about comics here. We like to talk about comic adaptations. And we hope that you do too. We hope that you write a song about your favorite superhero. We hope you write a song about your least favorite superhero. And we hope the song about your least favorite superhero is the one that tops the charts, leaving you resentful for the rest of your life. We hope that you are a, a fan of Snoop Doggy Dog. And we hope that when you meet him, you tell him how much you like his song about Batman and Robin and that Steven is interested in meeting him as well. We hope that you go to your local comic shop. We hope you approach the counter and tell the person at the counter, make mine paperback. We'll see you next week. <laughs>